my name is Randy, and welcome to this episode of Infotainment. This podcast is made possible through Quinn Martin Productions, wardrobe provided by Botany 500, and sponsored by Benson and Hedges Cigarettes. Five lucky downloaders of this episode will receive a complimentary box of Rice-A-Roni, the San Francisco treat. I will be your round mound of podcast sound, pound for pound, the best podcast around. This is the last stop podcast shop on your internet dial. So what is up on the podcast docket for today? This is a test of the emergency podcast system. Remember, this is only a test. I'm checking my levels. <laughs> oh, man, I've uh, downloaded some new firmware on my Rodecaster Pro 2, and it has been kind of a headache, but I think I've got it worked out now. And... <laughs> being able to change audio in so many different places and it always seems to affect my gain and I also downloaded the latest version of Audacity just to just to add to my problem solving problems my problems with problem solving I'm working on that for those of you interested in podcasting uh, if you're a veteran of it or are thinking about starting one, I did get a couple questions answered on uh, the v- live stream today, December 17th, uh, from Ask the Podcast Coach with uh, Dave Jackson. And I got my logo up there on his live stream and my name. I asked about... Uh, checking out which agency would be the best to look through to get high-profile guests. And they kind of poo-pooed that. And, and well, they did offer some suggestions of that, but mainly it's your content over getting a high-profile guest to boost the numbers on your podcast, of course. And then I asked the question, since I have the... Uh, Roadcaster Pro 1 and 2 mixing boards, audio interfaces. Uh, I open a small studio where people buy time to create their own podcasts. And, well, some they said some of that works and some of that doesn't. And he goes, well, maybe in New York. And if you're from uh, Podunk, wherever, which I am in southwest Minnesota, but maybe in Sioux Falls it might be. Sioux Falls, South Dakota might be a better option to sell like a half hour hour time limit for some money for people to create their own podcast to uh, save on uh, external hard drive or flash drive or a uh, micro SD card which I wish they would work just with the SD card, but they went with the micro one again for the RCP2. But enough about that 
Tech uh, Talk. If you want to check that out, it's called Ask the Podcast Coach with Dave Jackson for December um, 17th. And they do answer some other questions. But it was kind of cool to see all uh, my information up on their live stream. Well, I uh, was out to lunch with some relatives and friends. We can't be together on Christmas Eve or Christmas Day. So we got together today to have lunch. And here I hear that the Minnesota Vikings uh, uh, NFL team was down like 30 to nothing (laughs) at halftime. And it looks like that was going to be shut down. But instead, we got that the Vikings pull off largest comeback in NFL history. (laughs) Maybe with the Vikings, I should just watch the second half, except with the the Dallas Cowboys, they got routed. But uh, it says, if you turned off the Indianapolis Colts-Minnesota Vikings game, I hope you turned back on because you just saw the greatest comeback in NFL history. The Colts were up 33-0 at halftime against the Vikings in Minneapolis. Yes, 33-0. Matt Ryan threw a touchdown pass. The Colts special teams got a block punt return touchdown, and Kirk Cousins threw a pick six to Julian Blackman. Minnesota turned it over on downs on fourth and one twice. To start the third quarter, Minnesota went three and out and punted it away to the Colts. You would be forgiven for thinking that the Vikings were cooked for the day. And I did. I think they were cooked, and I wasn't going to watch that. But in my apartment building, uh, they had it on in the community room. So I decided to check it out there. But these are the 2022 Vikings. And they are the in the craziest games you have ever seen in your life. These are also the 2022 Colts, who are complete uh, doo-doo and quarterbacked by Matt Ryan, holder of the biggest collapse in Super Bowl and NFC Championship game history. By the end of the third quarter, it was 34, uh, 36-14 Colts. Still a big deficit, but not impossible to overcome in a fourth quarter when you have Justin Jefferson to depend upon as arguably the best uh, receiver in the league. Cousins led two more touchdown drives to pull within 36-28 with plenty of time remaining. Vikings uh, defensive back Shandon Sullivan, who had uh, scored a touchdown well, uh, had a touchdown call back because of a bad forward progress call in the first half. Had a touchdown and a 15-yard unsportsmanlike conduct penalty, wrongly disallowed when Deion Jackson was ruled to have been down by contact. This is the least down by contact anyone has ever been in NFL history. The fumble stood, but the touchdown was disallowed, and the Vikings turned it over on downs 
Andy could have salted the game away with a couple of first downs or a kicked field goal. They went for it on fourth and one on the outer edge of field goal range, but Matt Ryan was stuffed on the quarterback sneak, giving the Vikings renewed life. Dalvin Cook took it to the house on a 64-yard screen play, and TJ Hawkinson tied it up with the two-point conversion. With seven seconds left, Greg Joseph kicked the winning field goal to cap off the greatest comeback in NFL history. The previous mark was the 35-3 lead squandered by the Houston Oilers against the Buffalo Bills. Nearly 30 years ago to the day in the AFC wildcard round, Frank Reich uh, was the Bills quarterback that day. And he probably, uh, and he's probably happy that he wasn't the Colts head coach today. As long as the Vikings keep themselves one game ahead of the San Francisco 49ers in the win column, Minnesota will be the second seed if by any chance the Seahawks qualify for the postseason. They would most likely be the number seven seed taking on whoever finishes as the second seed. On one hand, this game may not mean much to us as Seahawks fans. On the other hand, it just might matter. Uh, Whatever the case, what a comeback by Minnesota. They're 11-3 with a 2-plus point differential. But they're tops in the league as far as heart determination and late-game drama. Yes, they've uh, had a lot of late-game drama, that's for sure, especially uh, since the Buffalo Bills game. But I don't know. I don't know what to think. I don't think they have the defense to pull off a uh, Super Bowl win, but we shall see. I think it is kind of a season where any team can defeat anybody. It's kind of the parody. Didn't they want that years ago? Parody, they didn't want the killer teams like they had, like the Pittsburgh Steel Curtain and the Vikings uh, Purple People Eaters defense. They wanted a little more drama. Well, they're sure getting it this year with the Vikings, that's for sure. And Justin Jefferson is amazing to watch kind of like shades of Randy Moss back in his uh, rookie days. So hopefully the Vikings will do well in the playoffs and get to the bowl. I think if they had played Dallas or San Francisco, I kind of that, that uh, concerns me. But who knows? Somebody who knows football a lot better than I do uh, can tell me what they think. I will admit I've been kind of a fair-weather fan, mainly because I've spent the last few years podcasting a lot, and I thought, well, the Vikings are never going to win it during my lifetime. But I must admit that Cousins uh, seems to be doing it a lot better this year. Happy now, ass wipe. (laughs) Yeah, that's what you can call. And today he really did uh, a good job. 
classic move. Oh yeah. I swear it's going to be the death of me trying to get this podcast out because my thing is uh, the the RCP two is not getting my audio to audacity. I don't know what's going on here, but it starts and stops and I've what I've done is shut off the Rodecaster Pro 2 and then turned it back on and then now and then it starts uh, I I'm able to monitor the levels of the uh, uh, microphone. I don't know if it's, I've had it on for quite a while, and I did see one video where some guy said he he thought it got too hot in the back with all the technical problems I've been experiencing today. It's like, why do you always have to deter these things? (laughs) It's starting to suck any joy I get out of podcasting all the way. But because I get, I, I do get some feedback here from Benny, and uh, and that, that's good. But it's like sometimes you feel like you're just talking to yourself, even though it shows that people download stuff. And I've given out my email to say, hey, uh, you like it, you hate it. You'd like to donate to it from through PayPal at randyms12 at gmail.com. It's like anything. I had people say they've listened to it, but they don't really say whether they like it at all. Now, the one time I did, I someone I know, I know ben, Benny really likes it, but another person said, oh, I've gotten a chuckle out of it from time to time. So I don't know what to do with it. In the future, all these problems, downloading the latest Audacity and getting the Rodecaster Pro 2 maybe hasn't been the wisest investment, but maybe someday I'll put two and two together and actually get back my initial drive for it and figure out some ways to uh, actually... I'm not asking for the world, but to make a little money at it. Maybe cover some of my equipment expense. At this point, it's, well, let's not dwell on that. I could do that, go an hour on that, but I will say I went to Walmart today. Do not go on the weekends. <laughs> oh. I was going to buy two things, just uh, two uh, pairs of uh, uh, camouflage uh, cargo pants, just two items. I said, oh, yeah, I'll just be out in a flash. And here, all of the, all of the checkouts, the lines were like uh, five miles long. This includes a self-checkout, too. That... Uh, was stretching almost to the uh, deli section of Walmart. I said, I was going, oh, where's my, I was going like, 
this, you know. Uh, I'm not going to stand here three hours to buy two pair of pants. So I put him back and said, oh, I'll try again another day. But sometimes you got to sit back and just uh, think about all the, uh, be grateful what you do have and stop thinking about what you want to have happen or have in the future. Just kind of, but I do have this other article. And surprisingly enough, it uh, comes from the state of Florida. This uh, technical stuff's kind of thrown me off my feed for doing a regular podcast. But here, here we got a Florida man who reportedly threw the Christmas tree at wife because she asked him for help with dinner. And looking at this guy's uh, mugshot, he's got kind of the wandering, one of the eyes is kind of wandering, and like he just crawled out of the swampy bayou, <laughs> maybe wrestling an alligator or something. Could have been with the ZZ Top. Let's see. Florida man uh, threw Christmas tree at wife. Studies show that women shoulder the bulk of effort when it comes to the holidays. And for one woman, the Christmas season turned into a spectacle simply because she dared ask her husband for help. Richard Daniel Atchison, 52, reportedly threw a Christmas tree at his long-suffering wife. Yeah, looking at this guy's picture, I could probably guess she was long-suffering. <laughs> After she asked uh, for help with the cooking... Atchison has since been arrested on felony charges, including, oh, excuse me, while I take a drink of my adult beverage, I do have some eggnog in the fridge. I should have bought some peppermint schnapps and some red, ready whip. I also had some uh, Jack Daniels uh, eggnog, and that was much better than this Hy-Vee brand. Oh, getting off topic here, I digress. Uh, he he was also in violation of an injunction, false imprisonment, and domestic battery. Here's what happened. Atchison's wife, who remains unnamed in the official reports, was reportedly making dinner in their home in Fruitland Park, Florida, when she asked her husband for help which made him angry. The wife also accidentally got him wet after dropping a spoon in the sink, making him even angrier. At this point, the man said he was going to pack up and leave the house. If I was uh, her, I'd say, great, go. <laughs> and then he broke the Christmas tree. Instead of leaving, the man decided he was going to stay and his wife should be the one to leave. According to a report, when she attempted to leave the house, I think I'd leave for good, uh, he prevented her using physical force. The shaken woman went back in and sat down with a friend who was visiting, and Atchison picked up the Christmas tree, breaking it in the process, and launched it towards the kitchen. 
Atchison reportedly threw part of the tree at his wife, striking her when she tried to escape and hide from him in a bedroom. He followed and tried to get in. He was still shouting at her when the police arrived, according to the report obtained by the Daily Mail. Atchison told police he and his wife were arguing when she slammed a utensil into hot food which splattered on his face. Should have dumped the whole thing on him. He admitted to losing his temper but said nothing physical happened. He also admitted that he had been drinking. Oh, there's a shocker. Atchison was... uh, Atchison? No N there. Was arrested on felony charges of violation of an injunction, false imprisonment, and domestic battery. This is not his first brush with the law. Oh, boy, that's uh, another shocking development there. According to a police spokesman, the man has been in jail 23 times since 1997. Yeah, um... How many times does it take for this woman to uh, wise up a little bit and leave with five of those uh, violations resulting related to domestic violence? Oh, now we go to Avatar, the way of water. I've heard some differing opinions about that, that it's beautiful, but the story really is kind of lame, I guess. I never saw the first Avatar. Oh, I did get a free movie tonight on YouTube that I remember seeing a long time ago with Michael Myers of Austin Powers fame and and Nancy Travis of the show with uh, Tim Allen. I don't think they do it anymore. I forget the title of it, too, but the half-hour sitcom. Uh, I enjoy that movie. It's... It's kind of a goofball thing. Fun little movie. Kind of like uh, the one with, what is it called? Thinking, the one with Charlize uh, Theron and Seth Rogen. Oh, Long Shot, that's what that's called. It was funny, a little movie too. But that was the end of that story and... What do we have? What parting prize do we have for that that asshole? Uh, see, we got uh, this one here. Pick you failed. He definitely failed. You dick. Applies to that guy, too. But I figure I better start recording while my mic is still being recognized by audacity to tell you the truth i've been ready to pull my hair out and throw my computer in the roadcaster pro 2 out the window from the fifth floor of this apartment building because it just every setting i tried to get my mic to show up on my meters has not been working (laughs) but now i don't i haven't done anything except keep both things off for an extended amount of hours can we move on please Uh, i'm gonna try and stop uh griping about my technical issues
But here we do have a story, well, from Florida, just in time for the holidays. A Florida teen hits mom with frying pan and stabs her because she asked him to keep his room clean, according to the arrest report. And I probably, I don't know, this this booking photo is like, if you ever wanted to cast another de- devil child movie like Damien, uh, you just take one look at this guy's photo, or this kid's photo. I guess he's 17, yeah. Oh, man. He, he just got this evil incarnate look on his face. Uh, it's just spooky, this kid. And I bet his dad looks like a real winner, too. Coco, Florida. A 17-year-old boy accused of first-degree attempted murder beat his mother with a frying pan and stabbed her repeatedly with a pocket knife because she was constantly on his case about cleaning his room, according to the probable cause affidavit. The teen identified as Tobias Toby Jacob Brewer was arrested and booked into juvenile detention. It is early in the morning here. It is uh, about uh, 4.36 a.m. After I found out my microphone was working, I just tried it. We do have some snow on the ground, and, and but it is a balmy 69 degrees. As I digress into a weather report. Uh, Juvenile detention, there we go. On November 30th, after allegedly attacking his mother and leading authorities on a pursuit, according to the report, as his case has been transferred to adult court online record show. Yeah, looking at this guy's picture, I think his reign of terror was uh, just beginning. On Monday, the arrest report was released, which shared new details on the alleged attack. According to the report, Brewer told detectives in an interview that he stabbed his mom multiple times with a pocket knife and hit her in the head with a frying pan until the handle of the frying pan broke. He told detectives that he was upset because his mom was constantly on his case about cleaning his room. The suspect advised that he does not uh, like cleaning his room and was tired of the of his mother constantly harping about it. The report stated, Brewer told detectives he then took both of his mom's car keys and took money out of her purse so that he could have money once he left the area, the report stated. He was also admitted to sending a text to his friend about the attack and asked to bring a gun to shoot the victim, according to the report. The friend said he would not bring a gun, but would bring a knife. The report notes that the friend has autism. The suspect is then accused of leading authorities with two of his friends and his girlfriend on a pursuit through multiple counties, the pursuit ended on U.S. Uh, 1 after the vehicle crashed into a wooded area and the people inside ran. Uh, I'm going to read this 
like it was written. Brewer was detained shorty after the report said. Uh, you might want to spell that. Brewer was detained shortly after. According to the report, his, the mom is listed in critical condition. Thankfully, she uh, survived. When authorities found her, she took a deep breath and reportedly told responding deputies, Toby did this. Uh, what uh, are some of these kids thinking these days? Just clean up your room and I don't know. I wonder if this kid had an abusive father or, or something that made him flip his gourd. Happy now, asswipe. There are stories that just make me glad I don't have kids. There are things that I have, the bipolar thing being one that I would just be heartsick to have passed on. But I wonder how early a kid can be. Maybe it should be all kids be tested for mental difficulties uh, at an early age. I mean, something that's provable in a kid that you know they're going to have difficulties later in life. Maybe it's something to think about. I know this is an extreme example, but can you imagine what Lionel Dahmer, Jeffrey Dahmer's father, went through the first time he learned that his son committed such horrific crimes against other people, uh, horrific things, and how he was able to divorce the crimes from the kid and went to visit him. And I couldn't have done it. I, I That would just, I mean, it would make me want to kill myself if learning something like that about your kid. Well, I think this wraps up this joyous Christmas episode. Uh, no, actually, I do have a my usual... Christmas joke I probably will reveal in the next episode. And I'm also going to ask Benny and the Jets to come back and help me uh, co-host with that. How dare you! And you can check out my YouTube or Facebook page. You can also make a donation via PayPal at randyms12 at gmail.com if you would like to uh, show your appreciation for the program. It'd be a nice tip of the cap. I would be extremely appreciative of that. And uh, I will say, as I always do, I hope you have a happy day today. And a happy ending tonight. Evacuation order acknowledged. Initiating shutdown sequence.